Would you drive with one foot on the gas and the other foot on the brake? Many Americans are sort of doing this. I'll explain next on Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio with New York Times best-selling author and your host, Doug Andrew. This is Doug Andrew speaking to you, our incredible national audience, from our three-dimensional wealth studios nestled to the base of the majestic Rocky Mountains. This show is about empowering you, people and organizations, that want to optimize their assets, minimize taxes, and empower their authentic wealth. Well, folks, uh, what mistakes do most retirees make, or have they been making most of their lifetime? I started out by asking you, uh, would you drive uh, down the highway with one foot on the gas pedal and the other foot on the brake pedal? Uh, I hope not. I would not recommend that. Uh, but many Americans are sort of doing this, and they've been doing this most of their um, uh, working lifetimes. So this is one of the biggest mistakes that I have noticed as a retirement planning specialist now for nearly five decades. Uh, these are mistakes that retirees make as they're preparing for their future, uh, their golden years. They are putting money into tax-deferred accounts, such as IRAs and 401ks. It would also include 403Bs, 457s, uh, pensions, profit-sharing plans, and the like. Uh, These are qualified plans. Uh, A qualified plan means it's qualified with who? Uh, The government, with Uncle Sam, where you can uh, use tax advantage dollars uh, to fund that plan is the traditional approach where 91% of Americans, I think, are duped into putting money into tax-deferred accounts like IRAs or 401ks. Uh, You're putting in pre-tax dollars to a 401k or tax-deductible contributions to IRAs or what have you. And uh, you're accumulating money for your future in a uh, tax-deferred status because you were probably told that you'll likely be in a lower tax bracket when you retire. Now, folks, uh, that uh, premise that you're going to be in a lower tax bracket when you retire has not been actually uh, true for most Americans now for more than 25 years. Uh, And yet the financial services industry, even though they quietly admitted that, I think back in 2017, uh, yeah, that's actually probably been the the wrong advice for most Americans, is to tax defer, uh, thinking they're going to be in a lower tax bracket. But uh, they didn't want to admit that because they tout themselves as what? Being fiduciaries, uh, looking out for your best interest. And yet so many financial advisors, in my opinion, uh, they soon can recognize that maybe you're a saver and uh, that you are accumulating enough of a retirement nest egg that you're not going to be in a lower tax bracket, and yet they continue to let you put money into tax-deferred accounts when that's not the smartest way to go. And so this is where so many people are going down the highway with that foot on the gas pedal in tax-deferred accounts, but they don't realize that that's not really all their money when they retire. Uh, Uncle Sam has a permanent tax lien on uh, usually 25, 30, 35, 40 percent of that nest egg. If you accumulate a million-dollar nest egg, that's not all your money in an IRA or 401k. 
uh, only about 650000 of that is your money. If you were getting a 10% rate of return and pulling out 100000 a year, you pull out 100000 you pay taxes of 25, 30, 35000 or more on that 100. You're only netting uh, maybe two-thirds of that, 67000 bucks to buy gas, groceries, prescriptions, and golf green fees, okay? And so people are not in lower tax brackets. Now, why is that? Well, it's because they had the other foot on the brake pedal, okay? Uh, Most Americans are going through life and they think the smartest way to get out of debt is to hurry and send extra principal payments against your mortgage. I prove that's not the smartest way to go. You can actually get out of debt two and a half years faster by not doing that, by accumulating that money that you would send in an extra principal payment into a tax-free compounding account, uh, and you'll actually have enough money Uh, Most of the time, two and a half years sooner than giving that money to the mortgage company, okay? There's smarter ways to get out of debt and maintain liquidity, safety, and earn predictable rates of return that are usually double the net cost of that tax-deductible mortgage uh, that you have, okay? And so what happens is people have this foot on the brake where they're killing their deductions, so to speak. Uh, They're hurrying and paying off their house the wrong way, so they usually don't have that deduction uh, in their later years. The children are gone, or if they move back in as adults, uh, as dependents still, you can't deduct them anymore as dependents, and uh, you're not contributing money to IRAs or 401ks uh, during retirement, so you don't have that deduction anymore. If you were a business owner, you don't have those deductions anymore if you sold your business. Uh, And Congress, because of irresponsible government spending and the printing of money, uh, keeps raising taxes directly or indirectly. There's a hidden tax uh, that we call inflation. And so this is what causes most retirees to outlive their money. This is the biggest mistake they make. They're going down the highway with one foot on the gas pedal, putting money in tax-deferred accounts, thinking they're going to be in a lower tax bracket, or I'll deal with that when I get there. But they are putting the other foot on the brake pedal, killing their tax deductions as they go. So they're not in a lower tax bracket. In fact, uh, most people are in as high or higher tax brackets Uh, during their golden years as they were ever in during their earning years, even if they have less income because uh, of that foot on the brake. They they killed their deductions. But in actuality, a lot of people accumulate uh, nest eggs of a million and a half, two and a half, three million, ten million dollars, and they come to our Retire by Design educational events, and they realize that they are in a tax trap. And so I have to cure uh, that tax trap. If you're not at ease financially because of the amount of taxes you're going to pay, when you're not at ease physically, we call that dis-ease, disease. Uh, I have had to cure a lot of financial dis-ease for retirees who realize they're going to be taxed uh, to the max during retirement. And so I have to cure that tax disease. I have to free them from that tax trap. And we have to do that strategically. And so we call these strategic rollouts. And so uh, I have to cure that disease. I have to get them out of that tax trap because of that mistake they made, thinking they were going to be in a lower tax bracket and they realize they're not. Uh, A lot of times people will come to me, and I remember a couple in California uh, recently that came to one of our events and, you know, they had saved and accumulated $2.6 million in these uh, tax-deferred accounts. And they figured at a 6% payout that uh, they could get 160000 a year of income out of their IRAs and 401ks. 
and another 40000 of income out of, um, I think, one, uh, one of the spouses had a, a school teacher pension. Or maybe it was Social Security, but they thought, well, we have 200000 of income. And I said, well, I see one big problem. Well, what's that? I, I said, congratulations, you saved. Uh, you just did it not in the best way. I'm going to show you a better or the best way to say, but we've got to make some corrections here because the problem I see is all 200000 of that annual income that you are planning on is showing up on the front page of your 1040 tax return. It's all taxable, okay? There's three forms of income that we pay tax on, earned income, passive income, that's like rental or uh, lease income, or portfolio income, that's like interest or dividends, which is where most IRAs or 401ks come under that category. Uh, There's no way around it. And they go, well, you mean there's another way? And I go, yes. (laughs) And they said, well, where have you been? And I said, I've been here all along. You've had your head in the sand uh, with one foot on the gas, one foot on the brake pedal. And so we performed a strategic rollout after they got educated at one of our events. And in five years, uh, we were able to get um, 60% of that uh, 200,000 income off of their 1040 tax return. Uh, They only have to pay tax the rest of their life on 80,000. Now we have some people that that wanna have uh, no uh, uh, income showing up on their 1040 tax return. And yeah, we took one California couple from the highest tax bracket to a 0% tax bracket. But this couple, uh, we saved them 40,000 a year of unnecessary tax because we took 120,000 of that income off of their 1040 tax return. Uh, In a 33% tax bracket, we saved them 40 grand a year. You times that out by their life expectancies. And uh, we saved them over $1 million of unnecessary tax by performing a five-year strategic rollout, getting money out of those IRAs or 401ks or the bulk of it out. The tax is over and done with sooner than later and uh, converting that into a tax-free account from that point forward, okay? Because they realized uh, they were not going to be in a lower tax bracket. Your current tax bracket is likely the lowest bracket you will ever be in. And uh, the American dollar will never be worth more than it is today because of inflation. It's going to continue to be worth less and less. And that's why we call it worthless. So, folks, I don't want you to be in that trap. Uh, I want you to join us for an educational event. Make this uh, a resolution that this year you will take proactive steps to not outlive your money and be taxed to death during your golden years. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. Your current tax bracket is likely the lowest bracket you will ever be in. Welcome back. This is Doug Andrew, Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. If you're just joining us, uh, in the previous segment, I was talking about how many Americans are metaphorically going down the highway of life with one foot on the gas pedal and the other foot on the brake pedal. And they don't even know they're doing it until it's too late. And uh, I was explaining that the foot on the gas pedal is putting money into traditional IRAs and 401ks, 403bs, 457s in tax-deferred accounts, thinking you will be in a lower tax bracket when you retire, okay? 
The other foot is on the brake, meaning you are actually killing tax deductions uh, as you pay off your house. Uh, in retirement, you no longer contribute money to IRAs or 401ks. Your kids are now gone, or if they move back in, you can't deduct them anymore, even though they're still dependent. Uh, and Congress keeps raising taxes. If you're a business owner, you lose those deductions. And so that's like going down the highway with the other foot on the brake pedal. And so I have discovered as a financial strategist and retirement planning specialist for uh, nearly five decades that most savers in America are indeed not in a lower tax bracket. Okay, And this is why I state your current tax bracket is likely the lowest bracket you will ever be in. Because if you haven't noticed, uh, we've had some real irresponsible government spending recently. And they've been printing money at a faster rate than they've ever printed ever before. Show me any country in the history of this earth uh, where they tried to uh, buy their way out of their troubles by printing more money that that turned out good. And so we have this double whammy, uh, what I call the tax and inflation power curve that causes most retirees to outlive their money if they've been following the herd, putting money into traditional IRAs or 401ks, okay? And so most savers, when they hit retirement, are not in lower brackets. And uh, even if they are in the same bracket, uh, they pay as much or more in taxes than they ever paid uh, during their earning years because so many of these deductions are gone and what have you. And then Congress, uh, in order to cover the deficit spending, is having to raise taxes uh, in one form or another. Now, why are they doing this? Now, if you don't understand basic economics, let me just simplify this for you. Uh, prior to COVID, okay, uh, we had uh, the Internal Revenue Service collecting about $3.8 trillion a year. That's what their uh, income uh, was going to be in the year 2019, even 2020. So they bring in uh, 3.8 trillion and they refund about 800 billion. So that 0.8 is refunded back out again and their net income is, is 3 trillion. And uh, because of COVID-19, they spent more than double that. It would be like uh, you or me, if we were uh, making 100,000 a year and we spent 200,000. Uh, we've got to do something to make up for all that spending over and above double what we made. Okay, But instead of doing that, uh, Congress, uh, they continue to spend uh, trillions more. And so they're basically spending about three and a half times what they bring in. So if you were bringing in 100000 of annual income and spending 350000 uh, something's got to give. And that's what's happening. And so when Congress does this, uh, they cover their deficits by raising taxes directly or indirectly and uh, by printing money. And so a lot of people say, well, no, um, you know, Biden said he wasn't going to affect anybody making over 400000 a year. Oh, you show me somebody who has not been affected one way or another, but especially the low-income people. He says, I'm out for the little guy. Well, inflation hurts the little guy. Uh, and so what happens is 
Why do we have inflation? Well, when you have this tremendous supply of money that is greater than it's ever been, uh, that means that the the value of the dollar goes down if you understand basic economics. And so this is why we have inflation. And inflation's been more than just the eight or nine percent that they tout it. You can triple that because uh, they do not, when they calculate or report the inflation rate, include the price of fuel. Or, or certain foods and so forth. They can compare the price of a filet mignon steak, eight ounce steak last year to a hamburger this year, as long as it's still red meat. And so they get away with reporting a much lower inflation rate than the actual cost of living increase because they changed the way they report inflation back in the 80s because they could not afford to pay Social Security recipients the true cost of living increase. But when uh, things cost far more, it doesn't matter if you raise uh, minimum wages to 15 or 20 or 25 bucks an hour when uh, it's all gobbled up at the gas pump and the hamburger stand. And so inflation hurts the little guy uh, the worst. And so this is what's happening right now. And this is where we have this tax and inflation power curve that will cause most Americans to outlive their money because uh, we will see that at the current rate of inflation, the value of the dollar will be cut in half in less than five years. Uh, If you have inflation at 15%, you divide that into the rule of 72. And uh, the cost of living uh, will uh, drop in half in 4.8 years. So that means if you could get by on 50000 a year right now, you're going to need 100000 a year in five years to buy the same gallons of gas and loaves of bread that 50000 buys today. If uh, you can't get by on fifty, you need 100000 well, you're going to need 200000 to buy the same gallons of gas and loaves of bread in five years from now at the current uh, rate, actually lower than the current rate of inflation. Well, in order to have, uh, you know, 100000 after tax in a 33% bracket, you have to pull out 150000 in a 33% bracket, 50% more, uh, 50000 more than you need. Uh, and if you have a million dollar nest egg and you're pulling out 150 grand, I don't care if you're earning 10%, that nest egg will be gone, drained dry in 11 years. So uh, let me ask you this. Uh, people who save money really are not in lower tax brackets when they retire. So let me ask you this question, which is a metaphor I have used for years as a retirement planning specialist to help people get it. If you were a farmer and you had the choice of buying your seed in the springtime without paying tax on the price of the seed, but you plant that seed, you irrigate, you cultivate, you work hard and sell your harvest in the fall and agree to pay tax on what you sell your harvest for. Now, if you're not understanding the metaphor, that's a traditional IRA or 401k. You get a tax break on the seed money that you're putting into an IRA or 401k. But later on in the golden years, when you start to redeem your your IRAs or 401ks, you now agree to pay tax. And uh, you were duped because you were told you would likely be in a lower tax bracket. And you're not because you were going down the highway with one foot on the gas, but the other foot was on the brake. Okay. But what if you could just buy your seed in the springtime, pay tax on the price of the seed, but in the fall, you can now sell your harvest without paying tax. Which would you prefer? Especially if you agree with me that taxes in the future will likely be higher, not lower. See, when I ask most Americans, do you think taxes in the future will likely be lower? I get nothing but crickets. 
How many think taxes will be the same? One or two hands go up out of a thousand people. Well, how many think the taxes will likely be higher in the future? And a sea of hands goes up. And then I ask the question, well, then why are you continuing to defer uh, paying tax on those IRAs or 401ks to some future perceived unknown advantage? And then withdraw your money down the road when you think taxes will be higher? That doesn't make sense. But see, they haven't stopped to think about it. And that's why I teach these educational events is to help you stop and think. Okay. Now, a lot of times people think I'm talking about a Roth. Well, a a Roth IRA or 401k would be a step in the right direction, but I've never owned an IRA or 401k. uh, Never will. You can probably understand why. But do you know I've never owned a Roth IRA or 401k and never will? And people say, well, why? Well, simply put, Roths only have two benefits. You can accumulate your money tax-free, but you fund it with after-tax dollars, and uh, you can access your money tax-free. I've had those two benefits for over uh, five decades using my favorite vehicle, max-funded insurance contracts. Uh, But I also have four additional benefits that Roths will never have. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio 